This is Blake Seven in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by Five to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters and occasionally the not-so-one-offs, who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, but this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the episode first. Ready for a bit of uh, worshipping there then, Ian? Well, I I do like to worship uh, Avon every week, so nothing new here. You haven't got a little shrine that you kneel before and... Or is uh, that well, your wife? Well, I was going to say, at my, so, at my so age, I, I have trouble kneeling <laughs> anywhere. Um, I do have a little shrine, though. I've got my little Blake Seven shrine. Your wife hasn't got a shrine for him yet. Cause no, I know no, she's no. She's quite she, uh, taken with him, isn't she? she? But she likes him as a, the fact that he's an interesting character and he's, um, he, he's a really good actor. Um, but she doesn't, weirdly, she doesn't see him in any sexual way. She doesn't find him like. Yeah, I think my wife's yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. 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 Which is obviously, obviously she's presumably in a minority because, uh, I mean, especially in the Horizon days, I think a, a lot of uh, lady viewers found him quite, mm. quite attractive in that certain way. Yes. Yes. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, here we go. Here we go. Then, um, Deliverance. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cracking story. Um, that I don't. It's. This is an odd one in that uh, it, it's one of those stories where when they, this story finally came out on video, I wasn't really, um, you know, uh, I couldn't remember much. Even though I, I, I had it on audio, yeah. I, I, I remembered the bits we then saw Junior, but not the MEGAT bits. Well, it's, it's strange in that it's one of those episodes that I doubt, I certainly myself but I doubt most other people will watch just this episode. It's the episode you watch before you go on yes. to Aurac. Um And yeah, I, I, I had a lot of trouble remembering what was in this episode and what was in Aurac. Um And some of the bits that are in Aurac, especially at the beginning of the net of the Aurac episode where they're looking at the, the explosion footage and that I was waiting for that at the end of this. Oh, okay. Um, but also watching this as a standalone episode. So I know we're only talking about the Megat bit, but I, because Anne was watching, I watched the whole thing, um, and it, it actually stands up quite well as a standalone episode. Mm. Um, it's it's obviously it ends on a huge cliffhanger, but the stuff we have got, uh, it, it's really good. It, it it works well. Most of it was edited out of the compilation, mm. wasn't mm. it? I think that's the trouble. Mm. Um, but uh, and also it's. It was one I always wrote off as a standard Terry Nation, primitives kidnap Jenna. Yeah. Um, which doesn't happen as often as you remember. We haven't discussed uh, yeah. it that much, have no. we? No, Je- Jenna's been pretty much a, a good, sort of solid character. She's not had to be rescued too much. In fact, there's a a, a, a lovely minimal amount of the the females of the crew needing rescuing by the males and mm. usually it's the other way around that Callie will rescue and do something you know mm. so I it's 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 nice to to view something from the seventies that isn't mm. horrendously sexist most of the time mm. Mm. but uh, yeah I enjoyed this episode I really did yeah it's just a shame really I mean last week was quite a short special episode and I think yeah. this is going to be a bit of a short one because this is very unusual that you've got a important character come into the story quite late on you know Megat doesn't arrive for quite yeah. a while before she's on the scene well you've almost got two I mean I don't like in Star Trek you have an A, a storyline and a B storyline and occasionally you would get two B storylines to make a dull episode but very rarely do you get sort of two A storylines and I think this is these are both really good stories that could stand on their own for an episode so mm. I, w- I would have liked to have seen it fleshed out a bit more where the, the the planet side is one episode then it goes into the next episode because every time it cut back to the answer bit although that's a, an interesting story and so junior it's like i was like get back to the planet mm. <laughs> get back mm. to the planet i want to see mm. what happens yeah yeah 
All right, well, as I say, uh, she she arrives quite late in the day, so I thought what we'll do is we'll we'll, we'll talk about uh, our section for today's episode from um, where um, Callie is uh, sat in the teleport bay with that uh, <laughs> yeah. that VR Walkman. Yeah, which, listening to jazz. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, annoyed me. Um, yeah, jazz exists good, yeah. in the second calendar. Exactly. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but they're usually pretty good at not playing the music, aren't they? So you mm. you can picture what actually could be listening to classical. She could be looking at whatever. Um, and we've we've said before that what's viewed as classical now won't necessarily be what they view as classical then. So that might have been classical to her. She might have been listening to some highbrow jazz. Mm. Um, but it is the most god awful, royalty free. Yeah. tinny jazz that she's listening to it's rubbish isn't it yeah what's she watching what do you think she's looking I, at well, i don't know because i wonder if is it a is it like a vr headset or is it one of those things you used to sell in maplin where it massaged your eyes <laughs> and she's just she's listening to the jazz and having having her uh, eyes, her massaged. eyes massaged. yeah could well be could well be but uh she teleports up villa avon and gan who, yep. uh, apart from Avon, they're in their space anoraks, aren't they? Their yes, uh, Avon decides not to wear his. I presume, because he, he only ever wore it once, didn't he? I was going to say, you said, said once. Yeah. I think it was, was it Horizon? No, uh, no, it was, no, it was, um, no, it was the web. The web. Yeah, um, and then yeah he's he, got a grey one. Yeah, he never wore it again. So I don't know whether that's some nice character stuff that Avon never saw himself as part of the crew, um, or whether it was Paul Darrow who just didn't like the creaky nylon. <laughs> or he lost it. Oh, he lost it. Yeah, he spilt something down it accidentally. I reckon um, we could go back to those woods and have a look. It might still yeah. be there. You well, know, perhaps in a bush. that's it. He took it off, put it down, squirrel had it away. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what he told the director. Yeah. Um, so he's wearing this this silver anorak that I really don't like. Um, it's too it looks, baker foil, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I, I, silver, we've said before, silver looks awful. But it's also the fact he's got those pockets right where his nipples are. Yeah. And it looks, he looks, he, do you remember the Marsh Men in uh, the Doctor Who story, um, Full Circle? Oh, yes, one? yeah. And yeah. They, they did creature designs and they put like nipple flaps on these creatures <laughs> and it looked terrible. And this always reminds me of the same thing. It's the most, A, it's the most terrible positioning for pockets like that. They should be a bit higher. And B, they're, they're cheaply made pockets. They look terrible. Mm. 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 Poor yeah, no. and we've just ripped him to pieces. It, it would have looked better if they all were in their space yeah. anoraks, you know, yeah. all, all of the crew. It's interesting know. that um, that Paul Darrow, he's not wearing the anorak, but he wears some derry boots. Mm. And Michael Keaton wears derry boots. But Gan, he's wearing his weird moccasin things on the planet. They don't look particularly warm or particularly waterproof. That's because nobody's told him to change his shoes. Yeah, that's, that's true. what it is. Yeah. Or they didn't I, have a pair big enough. Perhaps. Maybe. Um, I forgot to say. Also, Ensor Junior is teleported up. Oh yes, um, yeah. As well. Um, and I said Gan, but he unusually he comes up separately from a different place. Yeah. So it, I think that's the first time we've seen that where they they do the teleport effect over top of people already stood in the. Yes, the teleport yeah. bay, and I think this is the only time it ever happens that you have two yeah. uh, t- two teleportations. Uh, but, one after yeah, the other, exactly. before the other people have left the uh, the actual little bay area. And I think, yeah. is, is this the only time we see a teleport effect for what happens if there's no one there? You know, you get that weird... It's really nice, effect. isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's really like, nice. Yeah, yeah and the sound effect's good as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because... It annoys me as well, though, with this. They don't notice Jenna's not there. We've, we've had, had this, this before, before yeah. yeah. We've with Callie, wasn't it? And, yes. Uh, has yeah. anyone seen Callie since she came back and everything? Gan has just arrived. You know, he he's emerged there. Why don't they go? Where is Jenna? Yeah. Why doesn't Gan say it? Because Gan normally Gan is very much the think of the other people type one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Although yeah. in this there is there is a a sequence in this that I made a note of, and we'll, when we get to it, where he has the fight, and I've got a, a question there. All right. Um, but, okay. But yeah, Gan should have noticed that Jenna yeah. wasn't there. Yeah, because they all wander off. Yeah. Then they realise well, it's Callie, isn't it? it says uh, yeah. um, um, Jenna's not here, and they try. Yeah, we get to see what happens when you try teleporting yeah. um, a, a bracelet without without, without anybody in it. The thing yeah. is, well, Callie comes. She comes and says Jenna's not come up yet. 
she's already tried to, to teleport. teleport how them. can so she come how, up yeah. if nobody's in the yeah, teleport exactly boat? yeah 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 um, she, and of course she hasn't she hasn't been uh, teleported up because she's been captured by cavemen yes. these aren't swamp castle uh, people these are uh, even earlier these are like yes, cavemen are. aren't they although I did make a note that when when, when they're having the fight one of the cavemen's um, fur trousers has a lovely modern zip in it it's oh has nice. it yeah Oh, I've got to try and find that yeah. and, and put it on Facebook, like yeah, you spotting the love, burnt lovely aurac. Lovely pair of flies, yes. <laughs> lovely pair of flies. Um, we'll go back down, says Avon, and yeah. uh, Blake ag- very aggressively says, think you'd better. Now, Blake Why? annoys me in this episode. So right he's, from the he's beginning... He's been an idiot. Yeah, he is. He, so right from the beginning, he's, he's sort of slyly sort of saying... Because uh, Avon says, "Are you worried that I'll do a better job than you?" And he's like, "No." Mm. <laughs> um, he's he's really. It's like he was outvoted. He wanted to go down, and they've said, "No, we'll have a go this time." And it's almost like he's a petulant child in this. Yeah, yeah. So he's finding fault with everything Avon's doing. Yeah. Everything Avon. And then he he didn't notice Jenna was missing. So how, how can he moan at yeah, anyone else? Don't take it so out on ship, somebody else. Supposedly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're the boss. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they teleport back down and Gan yeah. leads them to where she was, but she's gone. There's just, I don't know, was that a scarf or something they found of hers? Uh, I, I don't know if it was a scarf or a necklace. Or, I think it was a necklace, wasn't it? Okay. It was something, something yeah. that girlies wear. Yeah, something girlies wear. This is a Terry Nation script, and you know it's a Terry Nation script oh, because they split up, ever? because they yeah. don't have much time because of the radiation levels yeah, this is, on this the is, planet. Uh, this has got some Terry tropes in it, hasn't it? So you've got the primitives that attack yeah. someone. People reverted to primitives. Yeah, people reverting. Yeah, he, he had a thing about that, didn't he? Yeah. People are, tr- are, people, are people reverting to primitivism? Is that a word? Um, radiation now. poisoning. Um, the classic of the, the away team on the planet gets stranded because some plot device happens on the ship and it's out of orbit. We've had it before where like a few Federation pursuit ships turn up. Mm-hmm. At least this one's done a little bit better. Um, yeah, this is this is a Terry-filled script, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, they they can't find her. Uh, they try calling the Liberator, but of course the Liberator's not there. Ensor Junior has hijacked it, and yes. uh, and and that that they're out of range. Um, so we're going to fast forward to them being chased by the cavemen, and uh, they end up by a hatch, which they've already discovered yes. but they end up back by it and we've also ha- haven't we we've seen the little uh, spy hole open we know somebody's on the yeah. other side now this is this is actually a really nice hatch i know we don't discuss hatches much um this is a really nice hatch it's blended into the quarry mm. very well and then when Megat does open the little spy hole it's not just a hole it's got a lens behind it yeah so i approve of this hatch I think you this approve is of the hatch, hatch yes we should do a hatch tally, hatches, hatches that are here. And whether you approve or not. Yes. Ian's yes. hatch tally. Yes. yes. Well, that hatch that you like so much, it opens just in time. It does. And, and they go in, and Megat's there, all willowy robes and willowy music as well. Who are you? shall answer. My name is Megat, Lord. Lord? You opened the door. I opened the door. We're grateful we seem to have made a few enemies outside. That my Lord might find safety from his enemies. She seems to be on our side. Yes, but the poor woman's insane. Not necessarily. Yeah, she's um, obviously the dry cleaning department on this base is still up and running, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, because she's got she's got a very gossamer uh, dress on that looks like it would get dirty very quickly. It's doesn't very, very hammer esque. Yeah, it doesn't look very warm. You you, you always have uh, yeah. um, starlets in Hammer films. Yes, usually vampire yeah. starlets wearing gossamer th- threads yeah. like this. Yes, carrying candles about, which yeah, yeah she does as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, she looks very nice. I think she's a very nice looking lady. Yeah. Good actress yeah. as well. She acts Good actress. Well. We'll mm. talk about her shortly. Um, yeah. Who are you? Says Avon. And you shall answer, uh, says Megat with an ecstatic smile and kneels before him and calls yeah. him Lord. 
this is um this is really nice actually it's um again a, a terry trope is the the prophecy style of of storyline mm. and but it really nicely uh shows up that every prophecy is vague to the point of rubbish so you could get this to fit anything so he would have said anything anyone that said anything would fit that little prophecy yes. she had yeah and later on she says something else and it's like anything you say would fit this it's when it, i think she says something like uh and he shall speak the name or something yes and it's recognize like, it and speak yeah. its name yeah it, well as far as you're concerned dear he's just said a load of old nonsense yeah, yeah. um but yeah so th- it's quite a nice subtle dig at, at prophecies and um i'm not i don't i'm I, I can't remember whether Terry Nation was a religious man or not. I got a feeling he wasn't. I think he was a, a, an atheist. Um, I read his biography at one point, but I should read it again. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's. I thought this was quite clever. Hang on. Aren't they learning? <laughs> Thank you, Harriet. Is that Terry Nation's agent? <laughs> <laughs> He was indeed an atheist, yes. Yes, yes, I'd like right. to confirm that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, where, where, what, what shall so I what say? Yeah. Uh, Are you going to blend that yeah. one in? You say that it's a Terry Nation script, and I yeah. don't know if this is all Terry Nation or there's a bit of Chris Boucher uh, I, seeping in. I mean, by, I think any script would have some Chris Boucher bits in it because that's the nature of television, isn't it, that... No one, no person writes it, and that's all it is. The actors would have an input the, mm. on the way they play it. The director would have an input. The editor would have an input. So I imagine there's some Chris Boucher. There's, I mean, there's some definite Chris Boucher dialogue in this episode. Yeah. I mean, almost all of the stuff between Bill and Aiden and Gan is sparkling. Well, <laughs> this so one good. here, yeah, this is what I've got, because, you know, Gan says she seems to be on our side. Yeah. Villa says, yes, but the poor woman's insane. And Avon says, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's, I really like this. Yeah, and, and it's what we've said before about why we like seasons one and two. These yes. are friends. They've been yeah, thrown together, they're and they're comrades, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, Anne, Anne sort of said, this is funny stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it is. It, it, it's not... I mean, some, sometimes the, the humour in Blake 7 doesn't age very well. But when it's when it's wit, mm. it holds up. Yeah. They're not winking at the camera, yeah, are exactly. they? Yeah, they're exactly. They're playing it realistically. Yeah. They're, not, they're not going, oh, it's a comedy line. They're playing it dead straight, as people would say it. As the characters. Other, as friends would mock each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. really nice. Really very, nice very stuff. nice. Yeah. Uh, in a tent, in a caveman tent, you've got yep. Jenna uh, tied up. Um, old Sally Nivette looks very, very beautiful, I think, with that she hood did, up. Yeah. You know, yeah, she we're... suited the fur hood, didn't she? Yeah, she really... yeah I, and I think sometimes, you know, some of her bouffant hairdos didn't do her any favours. No. So to see her with a hood up, you know, she she, she was a very striking woman, old she Sally. Was, yeah, she, she still is, of course. Still is, yeah. 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 Um, she tries to escape. Hasn't done anything bad. No, no, not too bad. She tries to escape, but she doesn't get anywhere because she's stopped by Big Ron from EastEnders. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realise or remember that he was in uh, Blake Seven, but yes, that's yeah, that's Big Ron. He, it's because he presumably didn't need much makeup. He's, he sort of looks a bit cavemanish anyway, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah, we, we we go back inside the hatch, and uh, Megat says she'll help Lord Avon rescue his follower. Talking about yes. Jenna, yes, yeah. and and also says that she's alone, um, and uh, she says that one waits. Okay, only one ever waits, and she's been waiting all her life, as those before her waited, um, which raises the question of. This is the question I've got initially to begin with. This is what is the deal here with Megat? She is alone waiting for the prophecy to happen and somebody will come and, and give them deliverance. Yeah, so so the question is, I mean, it can't be natural childbirth making these people because you would have to, to have a sustainable uh, amount group to keep childbirth going. So I, the only way it can work is that the, there's brood banks on this mm-hmm. rocket. So is she basically... Dethawing one from the freezer, 
when she's getting too old. That's what I thought. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and sort of clone, clones herself or clone, you know, grows the person, however yeah. this works. And then, and then that, the, yeah. the older person dies <coughs> and the other person takes over. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, otherwise it's damn lucky that they, they hit just when the last person was there. Because if she is the last one and, and it is natural, I mean, otherwise it's just, it's horrific. Does that mean she, each, each keeper then goes and, and tries to get kidnapped by a caveman to get knocked up to have a kid. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Maybe that is what happens. Maybe well, she's descended could... from a caveman. I'm sure there's some fan fiction about it. Mm, mm. That's the first of my questions about me, Gap, yeah. but uh, um, the next one will come when we reach the line for it, okay? Um, and, and then she's off again, you know, um, talking about, you know, you are welcome here, Lord, and, and all like yeah. this. I will describe the way to the scavenger's camp so that you may rescue your follower. My follower? I never really thought of her in those terms. Are you alone here? Yes, Lord. Everything is as it was written. One waits. For what? For you. I told you she was mad. How long have you been waiting? All of my life, as those before me waited. But it is I who welcome you. Welcome, Lord, welcome. Yes, well, let's not start all that again. You've hurt her feelings now. I have offended you. No, you haven't offended me. Forgive me. I forgive you. And I like Avon's line of, uh, yes, well, let's not start that again. Yeah, um, and, and I, I love the uh, where Villa says you're enjoying this, and Avery yeah. just says probably. Yeah, <laughs> so it's brilliant. It's such a, a an Avon response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like I like also Gan saying, "Oh, you've offended her now." Yeah, you know. And, Which again, uh, Gan thinking of the he was always up. Well, I, my question later on. So he always seems to be very much thinking of the the feelings of others and. Um, Mm. You know, looking after the, the the ladies in the group. Yeah, he has the empathy, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is my next question about me, Gat. Right, um, when he assures her, you know, you haven't offended me. Uh, she says there's less than a hundred of her people left. Is she talking about the like 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 the the gene stock that's on the rocket, or are there a hundred people in that oh, base? Right. I never thought of that. Yeah, I just assumed it was like the gene stock. So that case, rocket again, has only yeah. got a hundred people in it. Yeah, which is a, not a great start to the you know the new life on the new planet. I've also got a question about that later on as well. The, yeah, the, 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 the it could planet. be that the rocket had like a thousand of them, but yeah. they've been waiting so long. They oh, yeah, you know been... woken up yeah. so many. There's only a hundred left, so you've got only, only be, got yeah. like a hundred, uh, only a hundred lives times left before everyone has gone out the rocket yeah well you, i mean you to have a viable uh community on the other planet you literally you, you're not gonna have many more you can defrost are you before mm. it becomes a pointless exercise it's got to be that because she says yeah. that she's alone yeah uh, she definitely says she's alone yeah but or, there's a hundred left but that's a hundred left on the rocket yeah. yeah or the cave people are her people it could be. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, they've reverted to savagery. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a bit like, you know, Kazan, isn't it? City at the yeah. edge of the world where um, he says, you know, um, you, you know, our people descended into savagery and forgot who they are. So yeah. it looks like the majority of the population have become cavemen. And, you know, there is a guardian of the rocket um, who, you know, thaws out the next one when they... Yeah get too old for it because it can't it, it can't be that there's a hundred other people people like on, that, on that base because why wouldn't they turn up i mean this is the this is the most important thing ever it's their prophecy coming true mm. were, were they all off shopping or something well, mm. yeah it's got to be that there's a there's only a hundred whatever they brood unit things yeah yeah left on the ship I hope not, because well, we'll talk about that near, nearer yeah. the end. But uh, that's the situation. Uh, she takes them to this old dusty control room. Yes, um, a, nice covered... set, a nice set. It, it, yeah. I was looking at it and thinking, is that from something else? Yeah, that's, I, I was doing it. <laughs> we're, we're like that. We're exactly the same. Um, I was doing that. I was looking carefully. Kind of, is, now, is this from Space 1999? Is it from something else? It didn't remind me of anything. 
but I don't know whether they it might be from like uh, some another sci-fi or a, a NASA-based thing on the you know what I mean on a different yeah. show that's not a not a sci-fi necessarily, yeah. but it looks too nice. This sounds awful. It looks to too be nice Blake to be Blake Seven <laughs> for this one episode. Yeah. It reminded me of, but it can't be because that's season two. But um, the that 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 uh, relay room or whatever it is in Killer. Oh yeah, know. actually, I yeah, I did actually write that down. It looks like the um, relay room in Killer. Mm. Um, so it could be that Killer reused this. Yeah, could be, yeah. and that's why where we're recognising it yes. from. Yes, could be, yeah. could well be. Yeah, and Megat doesn't know anything about technology. She takes them into there, but she doesn't know anything about it. Um, and she says that her prophecy tells them that people from another world will bring their deliverance. And she calls him Lord Avon, which yeah. made me stop and think, has anybody actually said his name? Has anyone, has Villa and Gan called him Ooh, Avon in front of her? Because I can't remember a time. I, without rewatching it, I wouldn't like to say... Oh, I have to go back because Gan's the sort of person would introduce himself, would not he? Yeah, yeah. You know. Or maybe there's a deleted scene where they did yeah. introduce themselves. Could be. Um, and they had the corridor, so they could have. Yes, yeah, could've that could have happened there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gan wipes a window, and we get this really nice miniature set of a launch silo. Yeah, I was trying to recognise the rocket. It looked like a Mercury rocket or something like that. No, it's a Soyuz. I think it's a converted airfix Soyuz rocket. Did you spot two other model kits in there? I didn't know. <gasps> what were they? Was Call it yourself a fan. I know. Well, I was busy a looking modeling at the fan. You were too busy looking at the rocket. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! You failed. Failed. The first fail. It's a little thing, but there's the old airfix Gerda Bridge oh, right. pieces all over that place. But on the rear wall, oh, Ian, I'm so disappointed. Hold in on, you. hold on. Let me think. I, there was something on the rear wall, but I didn't make a note. There is. It wasn't an eagle pod, was it? It was no. an eagle it pod. It wasn't right, the hexagonal. It's the it's the lower yeah. half of the leg pods of yes. an eagle transporter I stuck did, on there. Yes, I did notice them. I didn't write it down though, which is weird. that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll, I'll write I'll, I'll write it down and I'll put a picture on Facebook <laughs> of my notes, signed and dated. And I like no, that. Yeah. I, I like the fact that they're there because mm. you can gauge then the scale of yes. this miniature set, you know, by them. And back on the old Eagle Transporter forum years ago, there was talk about that silo, and I was suggesting, you know, that we do a, a build of it and everyone right. have a go at it. Um, but, you know, getting an FX Eagle now just for, you know, two or three leg pod halves, a uh, bit of expensive, you know? Yeah, yeah, it would... Uh... It wouldn't be cost effective. I mean, back then they you could go and pick them up, and they were like three pound fifty. Oh, they were pocket money prices, yeah. weren't they? The amount of them that I bought is is untrue. Oh, I think God, about yeah. that the now, amount, and I wince. Yeah, the amount that I built up and shot with air rifles. Is just yeah, funny. yeah, I was always converting them and yeah. sticking a, an eagle beak on the. I don't know, well, the, an old the, Blackbird yeah. aircraft and yeah. things like this. The spines were brilliant for doing any sort of industrial or spaceship thing. The, the eagle spines, you'd just buy a load of them. And well, look at the Nova Queen in Star it. One. Yeah, you know, the yeah, landing true. gear of the Nova Queen yeah. is upside down girder work from an yeah. eagle transporter. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, Avon knows what that is. And yeah. uh, and uh, Megat comes be back with, he shall recognise and speak its name. Which, as you say, he could have said absolutely anything, yep. you know, and she would say this that. This is the beauty of prophecy. Yep. <laughs> it's so vague. <laughs> um, and she says that there's a legend. Is there a legend of deliverance? Yes, Lord. Tell me about it. But you know it. Ah, uh, well, tell me about it anyway. Our fathers fought a great war. And Cashel the Wise dreamed that all life would end in this place. Seems he was right. So Cashel sought a way to preserve our race. A way for it to survive in a new place among the stars. And the way was found. That ship couldn't carry enough people to establish a new community. It could carry dormant cells. Genetic banks and brood units, like those in the projectile we took on board the Liberator. The same principle, yes. These seem to be a little more advanced, though. But did they do it? And the way was found. Does it go on? Deliverance was prepared. 
and Cashel the Wise was satisfied that it was good. If there are cells on that ship, would they still be viable? I mean, could they be incubated into a new race of men after all these years? Theoretically, the fertility span would be unlimited. The brood units would be programmed to activate on landing. If they set it upright, there's no reason why it shouldn't still work. Go on. All that was needed to complete deliverance was the word of Cashel. But our fathers killed him, and the word was forgotten. And so we wait for a new word from beyond the stars. We wait for deliverance. We wait for the nameless Lord whose name shall be spoken by the one who waits. Megat speaks his name. His name is Avon. There was a war. And the race was preserved by having cells, cells stored in the rocket. And that's when Gan talks about the brood unit from Time Squad. Yes, and and yeah. that's a nice, nice bit of continuity. Throwback, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, nice and for Gan to think of that as well, it's a nice yeah. little line for Gan. And she, yes. she, she says that the, the scientist guy was called Kershell the Wise or something. Yes. <laughs> and I, that just that was, reminded me so much of like Red Dwarf and that yeah. sort of thing. It was just, yeah, made me laugh. And also, you know, Terry Nation reuses names, and Cashel's yes. not that far from Rachel. Yeah, that's true. As well. Yeah, yeah. He never wasted a, a good name or a bad one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gan is quite a clever clogs in this episode, isn't he? He's not, he's not mm. his usual sort of slightly dopey self. Uh, and all the better for it. I think it's a good, yeah. a good Gan episode, this. Yeah, yeah, we've got some good uh, Gan moments. Yeah. coming along shortly. Uh, but apparently, to complete deliverance, a new world has to be found. And uh, this is know-it-all Avon. He says, well, you know, if we can find the manual yeah. control, everything will come back online. He yeah. know, now knows how a control room works for launching oh, yeah. a, a, a chemical rocket. Yeah, considering he was the equivalent of an accountant Yes, at the beginning of this, wasn't But he? we've said before, most yeah. probably he uses ORAC like Google. Yeah, I think so. And he so. just does a lot he's of studying. Bored, he's bored at night in his cabin. Yeah. He's, just, he's doing a lot of open university yeah. stuff. yeah. But they find this manual control, the fuse box or whatever it is, and uh, they get power back. And this we get annoys me a little <coughs> bit. Yeah. What what's coming up with the Cape Canaveral style radio? Yeah, the chatter. radio chatter. What? Why is that a recording? Yeah. Th that was live. That was so that they could check that the, the each department was ready, yeah. and then the countdown later on is recording. That was just so they could sync it. It's like someone someone's watched it and gone. Well, I remember when the uh, you know the Apollo missions were going, yeah. and they had all this chatter. Let's put that on it. I it suppose you no could sense. you could explain it way that it's computers talking to each other. Yeah, but they're talking in that NASA yes. sing song way. You know, I was uh, I was going to ask. Do you think that's stock a stock recording, or or has it been done specially for the show? I, I I don't know. It could could be stock. I mean, uh, I was sort of listening to it to see if I could recognise anything that you could go, ah, they have used just NASA stuff. Mm. Um, but, it, I mean, it's quite well done if it, if they've redone it, if they've redubbed it, it's quite well done. But it's definitely in that NASA Yeah, it's language. in that style, yeah. yeah. And I guess it, it, it's as naive as that. You, you, you've got to suggest yeah. that this is going to launch, and back in the 70s, you didn't give much thought to the fact that you're using stock thing. It's yeah. just to make the audience understand... This you know, is a rocket base. This is You've a rocket seen base. Seen a rocket base on the news. Yeah, and yeah, it looks like this. Yeah, it's shorthand, isn't it? It's it is. It is. It. Yeah, um, we get more nice lines here about you know yes. why did she pick you? Yeah, and he goes, "You're hardly the type gods are made of." Ah, but um, we, yeah, but you've missed a bit. He goes, "Well, now, <laughs> you're hardly the stuff." The material that gods are made from. Yes. And we should oh. have kept a well now, Tally. We should have. We should have, yeah. yeah. Um, Avon and Megat walk hand in hand out of the room. It's just like they're walking down the aisle. Yes. Um, you need the wedding march music laid over the top of that. And he always gives her a kiss yeah. um, just before they go off to rescue Jenna. I do like that Avon's almost embarrassed by all of this, isn't it? Yeah. It's like if this was Kirk. He'd be reveling in it. Oh, he would. He'd be soaking he'd, it in. He'd teach you what this human yeah. thing called love is. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think this is such a, again, season one, they had these characters absolutely 100% nailed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they go off to rescue Jenna, which they do, yep. um, and, and race back to the hatch. And that's all good fun. The best bit about it being when... David Jackson has his moment of jumping through that hatch, and yes. bless him, he, it almost 
is convincing. It almost, almost works. Yeah. He puts his hands up underneath the hatch and goes to swing through. It doesn't quite pull it off properly, but it's a nice yeah, little touch there. Well, we get we get some nice fight scenes for Gan, and he, you know, it's quite well choreographed. And like so he, he dives through. But the the thing that worries me is he then says, "I I almost started to enjoy that." Yes, and yeah. I thought, so is this is this what we said before in Breakdown where? Gan is actually a vicious, violent yeah. thug. Yeah, it could be. And that this was this was him going. Oh, that's a, that reminded me of the good old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's like old old chummy on the Moloch episode, Villa's yes. mate. You yeah, know, I, yeah, I think he's, he's definitely. <laughs> so again, I wonder is is all the is all the being nice, looking out for women, being is this all the limiter? Again, mm. is is this mm. the limiter? Is it actually? It's not just limiting is. Is violent, uh, violent. Yeah. Well, it it stops him from killing, but it doesn't mm. stop him from being violent. But and is quite it, enjoying it. Yeah, and quite enjoying it. But is it actually causing him to? You know, is it is it steering his behaviour to mm. be to be better? Could be. Could be. So but, when but, when Gan's body died, they could have just had the limiter sat on the ship. That could have been a limiter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, blimey. Um, so Jenna checks out the control room, which is all well and good, apart from that awful, awfully blatant 70s red telephone that's yeah. on top of one of the units. Why they? Why the heck they had to put that there? Um, and in, they, an in, in an infinite universe, all things, including red telephones, are possible. Oh, I suppose, I suppose. They use something called a sub-beam to contact yeah. the Liberator, um, Which you sort of think is like, is it like radio or something like that? Because Blake's very surprised, isn't he, to get mm, this, yes. this, uh, this was the yeah, signal. Yeah, um, and that's when the countdown begins. Right. I think everything is functional. We are ready for countdown. Liberator, this is Jenna. Do you read me, Liberator? We read you, Jenna. Are you all right? I'm safe and well. What happened to you? Slight detour. We'll tell you when we see you. We'll be in teleport range in about four hours. We'll be waiting. In the meantime, Avon's about to become a legend. What? Up. They're on their way. So are they. Sorry you waited so long. Our waiting brought you. That seems like a poor reward somehow. The rocket is now beyond sensor range. Have the navigation computers made a projection? It is calculated that the rocket will make planet fall in the system Matlin Alpha. How many suitable planets are there in that system? There are four with compatible biospheres. Flight time. 500 Earth years. You won't be a legend in your own lifetime, then. Fertility cells wouldn't know about us anyway. Megat does. Did she really think you were a god? For a while. How did it feel? Don't you know? Yes. I don't like the responsibility either. Um, and next we've got stock footage of a rocket taking off, and I think yes. again it's 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 you know simpler times. You haven't got yeah. the budget to show a rocket taking off, so just use a bit of stock footage. I mean, Erwin Allen did it all the time, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know? and it's <clears throat> I, it, it, when I was uh, like I say when I was back in my teenage years when I was uh, everything was so serious. Uh, it used to annoy me. So like Revenge of Cybermen, where you've got the Apollo mm. footage, and you used to like now I can care less. It's like it's a rocket, and it's what they're suggesting. It's a rocket taking up. I don't care anymore. Mm, no, it no. does the job. Yeah, it does the job. Yeah, and yeah, lo- launch it does, and me gets happy. Okay, yes, yeah. um, and here comes my last question. The next shot is of the crew on the Liberator. Yeah, right. But she's what not there. What happened to me get? What happened to me get? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, this is my question as well. So, d- did they? She wasn't on the rocket when it launched, so they've no. either tried to beam her onto the rocket, 
mm-hmm. um, which is they've already said that's a very dangerous thing to do, or they've left her on the planet, which seems a bit cruel. What? Yeah, what happened to her? See, they've either left her on the planet, which is cruel, or even if they did teleport her onto the rocket to be with the brood units and that, it's a 500-year flight time yeah, to the to, new planet. To the new planet, which I, for some reason I heard as Maplin Alpha. <laughs> what? They That's your past so coming back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so either way, she hasn't yeah, got a happy ending. No. Well, it'd be nice, actually, if they'd, she'd have joined the crew. Yeah, or I mean, Megat. Yeah, yeah, Megat, and the way Susan Farmer portrays her, she is a total devotee to you know uh, the deliverance and everything. Maybe yeah. she's quite happy to uh, be left on the planet. Maybe she will go out and join the cavemen. Oh, well, she know, might I, be. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I, I, it would be nice to see her on the ship. Just a sycophantic Avon fan. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then after about three days, I think it would start to wear off. And yes. I think there'll be a nice little storyline where she gradually realises he's not a god and starts <laughs> to despise him. Yeah, drop me off at the next planet, yeah. will you please, Blake? Yeah. Um, so that's that. I mean, you know, the uh, we we don't know what's whatever happened to her, um, and uh, the story ends with um, 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 Blake asking Avon, "How did it feel to be a god?" And Avon comes back with, "Don't you know?" Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know if Avon's just taken the Mickey out. I think of him. Avon's taken the 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 Mickey. I think I don't yeah. think Avon means that. I think he's saying you think of yourself as a god. Yeah, he's taken um, the Mickey, but Blake, but Blake yeah, takes Blake, it seriously. Yeah, Blake doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't get it, does he? And Blake's just seething with jealousy, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. End bit. The yeah. the ending's weird as well because the music starts. Over Jenna's last it does, line. It does. To just show you that we're here, we're yeah. off. They, I think they do it as well um, on the one just before Star One as well. Oh, yeah. I, I, I seem to remember yeah, that happens that as key, well. The Keeper, is that called? Yeah, the Keeper, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, he says, yes, I don't like the responsibility either, you know. Yeah, he's totally missed the insult, hasn't he? Hmm, hmm. Now all this is 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 very interesting um, because you know that's the end. They're off to find Ensor and Orac, and uh, and that's that. But this is very interesting because early drafts of the script, it was actually Blake that went down to the planet. Right. Okay, so it was Blake that was being worshipped by Megat. Okay, oh. uh, but they swapped it because that would mean that um, uh, it. Avon, if he was going to a planet where you've got this supercomputer, might have just kept on going and not gone back to get Blake and yeah. and and the others. You know, he would have gone with Ensor Junior and never returned. Yeah, I, yeah. Also, I suppose from a from a character and an actor point of view, being the lead in Orac is probably a better role for the actor than mm. being a lead in this one. Yeah, true. True. Do you think that some of some of Blake's anger was actually Gareth Thomas angry that he wasn't could leading be. both? <laughs> could have been. Could, could have been. Be, yeah. yeah. We were just talking there about Gan's limiter on a cushion. Um, yep. This is the last time his limiter is ever mentioned in oh. the show. Mm. Um, and this is the first episode where the Fed- Federation's military is referred to as Space Command as well. Oh, I never knew that. Mm. Did they not refer to it as Space Command in um, Seek, Locate, Destroy? No, then? no, no, no. This is the first time. And this is the first episode in which Avon is shown to kill anyone. Oh. Okay. So, uh, so that answers his question that Jenna asked him. Yes, yeah. Oh, have you, you ever kill killed someone, anyone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. The actress, Susan Farmer, who plays Megat. Yeah. Um, she's a, a, a local girl to me. Okay, um, when I was growing up and when I was, you know, watching Blake Seven for the first time, the nearest town to us was Maidstone in Kent. And uh, yeah, that's where she was born. She was born in Maidstone. Um, But later on, her family moved to Bray, uh, very close to Bray Studios. Yeah. Isn't it weird that Bray is now known as Studios rather than a town? It is. (laughs) It is. Um, What did I see about Bray yesterday? What did I see about Bray? Oh, I can't remember now. Um, a, a little side note on Susan. Her younger brother, 
is a city financier called Michael Farmer, okay, mm. who's now a conservative life peer, mm. okay, and uh, and because he's a conservative life peer, I know that both of their parents were alcoholics, okay. And I know that because uh, her brother related in his maiden speech to the House of Lords in 2014 that they were. That's, and a, that's a weird thing to drop into your yeah, speech, yeah. isn't it? Both of my parents were alcoholics yeah. and uh, the two children experienced the poverty, neglect and shame that such potent drivers of social exclusion cause. Yeah. You're so right. thank thank you, Michael, for, yeah. for uh, exposing the... dirty uh, laundry. Uh, yeah, yes, in the House of Lords, yes. Yeah. So, so is he now the nameless lord? <laughs> yes, yes. She was in four Hammer films in oh. the 1960s. Uh, do you know them? I don't know. I I didn't look up... It sounds awful. I didn't look up this lady um, because <laughs> I wanted... I, I, I like when you do the facts because I'm a very right. lazy man. Um, but I did recognise her. But I, again, I don't know whether I recognise her from this. Well, you the do recognise her. I've seen the episode so often. There's one of these things yeah, definitely you, you, you've yeah. seen, and maybe another one. Um, so the four Hammer films, uh, the first of these was The Scarlet Blade. Uh, have you ever seen that? No, I don't think I've seen that. Or it's if I in, have, I haven't rec- it, it. It's not that memorable. No. It's an English Civil War tale. Uh, no. You've got Oliver Reed in it and Lionel Jeffries. Um, then, I might then go and look it out, actually. I, I like the Civil War. It's, it's a bit of a snooze fest. Uh, the next one is uh, um, a, a film I've mentioned before that you should try and watch because it's just outrageously odd. Uh, the Devilship Pirates. Yeah, I've not okay. seen that one. That yeah, you should quite try funny. and track that yeah. down. Yeah, that was the first of her three films that she did with Christopher Lee. Okay. Um, and then the next two were with Christopher Lee. Uh, Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Oh. Is this where you know her from now? Is she um, not Helen? The other one. She's the other one. The yeah. Other one. Ah, that's where I know her from then. Yeah. Because yeah, Helen is. Um, uh, oh, um, yeah. Uh, we've we've had covered her. her as well. Yeah. Yeah. We've she's Doctor yeah. Plaxton. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, she's Doctor Bar- Barbara Shelley. Barbara Shelley. Yeah. Yeah. Barbara Shelley. Yeah. Barbara Shelley and Susan Farmer. Yeah. yeah. We're in Dracula, Prince of Darkness, and also in Rasputin, the Mad Monk, because they oh, made those I, films I, back to the yeah. back, didn't they? I've definitely seen that. I've not seen it in a while, but I've definitely seen that. Yeah, that's the one where, you know, infamously, they used the same cast and the same sets, yes, didn't yeah. they, and made two there films back-to-back. Back. Yeah, there was a few like that one there where they did, I mean, there's the Jacqueline Pierce double bill, where mm. it was filmed on the same sets back-to-back. Yeah, Plague of the Zombies and uh, The Reptile. Reptile, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so that they were those. Uh, another snippet of information. She was married to uh, Ian McShane. Did you know oh, that? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, 1965 to 1968. Uh, well, she was married to him. Years, but... mm, mm. I like her uh, Good actor. Yeah, excellent actor. Uh, her acting career ended in the mid eighties. Well, okay, and she retired. Well. You make uh, it she... sound final. <laughs> no, no, it's worse than that. Apparently, yeah. she became reclusive, um, yeah. suffering from depression and alcoholism. Was that um, just after her brother announced that the parents were alcoholics? It could have, like, <laughs> yeah. could have, uh, you know, made the slide uh, oh, happen. That's, that's such a shame. Isn't it? And she only died two years ago. I think she oh. would. She, she must have died while we were doing this podcast, not listening. Well, to the listening podcast. to it. <laughs> I know it's bad some weeks, but blimey. oh my god, they're going to talk to me, uh, talk about yeah. me one day. Yeah. Um, and the last nugget uh, I know about her is uh, she's another one of a seems a long list of uh, actors that went up for the role of Callie. Oh right, yeah, that seems to be everyone, everyone and their sister yeah. went for Callie. Yeah, she's got a very uh, um, uh, lackluster genre tally, even so though she's memorable. Say, so it's Megat. Oh, very Me-gat. good, uh, Me. Uh, yeah, yeah, very it's... good. <laughs> it's no wonder our listeners are uh, going to alcohol okay. they've just turned off I think yeah. but for for a listener if he does ever come back the genre tally is only five alright that's, that's um, quite low these days isn't it? it is very low mm. uh, Die Monster Die was the first oh, yeah, thing yeah. she was in Boris then, Karloff yep yeah. Dracula Prince of Darkness good okay. film I'm not including Rasputin the Mad Monk that's not a genre film no, you know? no. so uh, then Out of the Unknown I'm going to have to start watching yeah, that and, and, and just do a Blake really, Seven it seems watch. Seems to have a great cast. Yeah, it, it, it's funny now. Now we're doing this Blake Seven podcast. You 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 watch it more, and then suddenly you notice 
yeah. that people were in things. You know that 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 clip I put up last night from Star Maidens, yes. where where Gareth Thomas is talking about they will send a pursuit ship after us. I'm yeah. going to put another clip up in a minute when we're done here. Um, I, I watched episode two today, and blooming Ensor's in it. Really, Ensor's in it talking to Gareth Thomas. Yeah, uh, he's it, the head it, scientist. Yeah. Does it hold up, or is it tomorrow people quality? It's very enjoyable. No, I'm 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 really enjoying it. Yeah, the the the, the parallels with Space 1999 are, are just immense. Really? You know, uh, yeah, it's incredible. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all on right. on YouTube if you don't want yeah, to buy it. It's, it's very cheap. It out, it's only like yeah. six quid on on a two disc set. Um, so yeah, out of the unknown. Uh, then she was in uh, an episode of UFO, one of my favourite okay. ones called Survival, oh, yeah. uh, episode, uh, which is a really good episode. And then Blake Seven. So that was it. That was her. So she hasn't uh, got much, but some quality stuff in there. Yeah, some really good stuff. So she gets a genre tally of five and an Anderson tally of one. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, was it worth it? Well, I thought we'll wait for Ensor Jr. to talk yes. about yes. that. Okay. Um, it is worth it for her race because they get to launch and go to a planet, but yeah, not worth it for her. Not worth it for her, and not worth it for the, the rest of the crew, because they all got radiation poisoning. Mm, yeah, yeah, true, true. So, yeah, that's that. So, that's us nearly done. Um, what are we doing next time? Next time, oh yes, we're going to do something a bit different. We're going to season two, but we're actually going to talk about a character who... Uh, I think Ron Tain is the only other one that we've uh, featured before that has appeared more than once in the show. Um, we're going to talk about Van Glind. Yes, he was he was in episode one, wasn't he? But different actor. Different actor. So, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, at least with Ron Tain, it was the same actor. Yeah. But here, we're, uh, we're, we're talking about Van Glind in season two when he appears in Voice from the Past. Oh, dear. <sighs> <laughs> I, I feel, you know, I, I normally champion Brian Croucher as Travis. Mm. I fear this might be the episode that I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be enjoyable. I mean, last yeah. week we had quite a short episode. Yeah. This one isn't the longest of episodes because Megat's yeah. not in it very much. Next week, I think we have an awful lot to say because, yes... yes. <laughs> Think it'll be we a, have yeah. things to discuss next week, haven't we? We have, yeah. I think it'll be an interesting one. Oh, yes. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, this is one I do know very, very, very well. And um, I've, I've watched it quite a bit. And I listened to it an awful lot. So I, um, I, I haven't watched it anywhere near as much as you. The only thing I can remember is the, the terrible Travis disguise and the fact that it's filmed in Wembley where they used to do pop black mm -hmm. <laughs> at the same camera <laughs> angles. There are some th yeah. there are some hilarious moments in this, mm, um, special effects wise, costume wise, acting wise. Uh, yeah, we have a lot to say. <laughs> so that this episode and the last episode, quite short. I think uh, we're going to balance that up next week, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. It right. swings and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, see you next week then, Ian. No problem. I'll see you next week. All right. Thank thank you, listener, and uh, yeah, to be continued next week. Cheers, then. Thanks, then. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <sighs>